podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Welcome to another week of Make United Great Again. Joined after a good week. The best thing about this week was the fact that he finally introduced Rodney to fellow Cootie. And, um, <laughs> and, but yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I'm joined by um, Rodney. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, you lot introduced me to like basically little mini pods. 28, 28 minutes. <laughs> hey man, that's five. Uh, I had to wait five. what five minutes to hear one lyric. Five <laughs> that's real music, Mad. bro. Bars, nigga. I'm here, Joe, by Ayo. How you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. It's been a while still. Even yeah, yeah, not bad. It's just watching these bums every week. It's just depressing. <laughs> it's depressing. And, and we're back again with the doctor, Michael. How you doing? 
Yeah, two weeks in a row. Let's keep it up, man. Of course, we we, we need that consistency, bro. We need that Trust me. All right, before we get in, into it, this jam pack week, uh, obviously I've got to do the normal shout-outs that do. The Patreon, I'm going to try and bring something out tomorrow about the PSG and Leipzig game, just a little review and pre- preview, just seeing what how, how we're going to do in the Champions League and everything like that. Um so sign up to the prepare page when we've got content coming. Obviously, the Pogba watch. I mean, it's been a bit better recently, according but according to some others, it hasn't been. But you know, we we won't talk about that. Um, got more content coming. There's, there should be a top thirty within a few weeks, hopefully. And yeah, the Patreon just sign up because I need to eat, bro. I re- I, I really need it. Um, the discords. I mean. I really wish I was on the Discord for the Arsenal game store because them man been chatting what I've seen. But yeah, man, you need you need to join the community. The community is so much fun and just so enjoyable. So join that. And obviously, as always, on Wednesday, the YouTube, the, vi- the visuals come out. So if you want to watch via that, you can do that. But now that's all out the way, I'm going to defer to my cast about the two games you had last week. So first off, we're gonna do it in chronological order. Gonna go with PSG, and we had Mark on last week. So I'm gonna go with Rodney. What did you think yeah. about the game? So when I saw that Popo weren't starting, I was thinking, yeah, we got a chance here. Let's go. Before the game, I thinking, oh, like, I just to think what they're gonna do to Popo, like. Little, little pockets in behind him, little space in mind. But yeah, it was it was a right performance. Honestly, if, you, if I'm being honest, Oli's a bit of a coward for not starting Pogba. Like you can line up with him in some capacity, but I guess he feels after some of the real results we've been having at home and just the way we've been playing football, some of our main players have been off for the boil. I guess the formation he went with and the personnel he went with, he probably felt it gave him a bit more compactness and then he had quite a few pieces to come off the bench. Yeah, PSG was all right, but let's. Uh, I think people are getting carried away because P- that PSG team, nah, it's just it weren't, they were missing loads of pieces. They just, I don't even think they cared about the game. I just, I just think for them, mainly it was just vibes. Honestly, I don't think they cared about the game. The only person that cared was Di Maria because obviously he's been at United and he hates us. So uh, that performance there, it was all right. I don't know how much I'm going to take from it because PSG were just that bad. But I don't think we were great. Rashford was terrible up until his goal. Oh, but Tells has got Tells has got some Tellers, sorry, has got some whips on him. So looking forward to seeing him and Cavani for sure. And that formation, I think that's what I think in most of the big games that we play probably away from home, I think that's what he'll go with. Three at the back. It didn't look too bad, it looked quite Lindelof had a great game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was it was a decent performance. Uh, this year, I want to talk to you about um, Twan's Zebra because I feel like after 10 months, he delivered quite a performance. The two times he ducked down that turtle in France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just want to know your thoughts about that performance from Twan Zebra. Um, yeah, I thought he was he, I thought he was excellent. He hasn't got the reputation for the best in the ball, but he's shown some things in the ball that our upper centre backs don't show, which is a little bit of composure and wow, like I can pass forward. Who would have thought it? Um, so that was really good from him. And in his duels, like 
usually when Mbappe is one-on-one somebody, not even one-on-one, like he's been put through and he's run to the ball, 99% of defenders is night-night. It's, it's, if that was our other centre-backs, like I'm talking, if that was, even if that was Lindelof, we had a good game, I'm thinking goal or penalty. No, definitely goal. Why are 100% red? 100. If you don't read the first time, read the second time, but definitely by the third, we've got at least three yellow cards or three goals. But um, he showed his pace, he showed um, his strength. And also, it's one thing to have pace and strength, but it's also have the intelligence to not be rash or lunged in because Jones has that athletic ability. But in them situations, Prime for Jones would have tried to slice that court. And we see what he did to Hazard in. I think he did yeah, it to Hazard. Final. Did, he, did he also do it in a World Cup? Who did he fall in the World Cup? I can't was remember. The yeah, I'm pretty sure he found something for Belgium in the World Cup, gave her a penny. I'm pretty sure. But um, he's done a better time. So I was really, really impressed with um, his performance. He was, he, was, he was so solid. But PSG weren't that creative. Um, the, as Roddy mentioned, they didn't have a lot of their team. So many of us remember PSG having Daniel Alves, a right back, then Munier. Both of them weren't there. And they spent 35 million on some guy called Kera, who's absolutely fucking That's not a footballer. That's not a footballer. That's. Not a footballer. <laughs> that, that's, that's that's somebody who should have been on Love is Blind or... or Bro. <laughs> that's the... Uh, 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 it actually looks like I was about to say that as well. Like, <laughs> man have Rodney play around. Uh, yes. so, so, Rodney, so Rodney was injured. So they had some... So, uh, Firenze, who's a bozo. Um, left back, they had um, Kozawa. There's also another like wannabe Rodney. He's fucking diabolical. What's this <laughs> today? Everybody who, anybody who's remotely light skinned is going to be you. Um, <laughs> two centre backs were okay, but in midfield they had Danilo, who was passing it to empty, empty spaces of the pitch. When I say empty, I mean empty for PSG and Man United players. Um, yeah. who are basically the yin yang version of each other. They run around, kick people's ankles, short back and sides. No inventivity. So, and obviously, he had a free world class players up front, and they were just start the ball. The commentators talk about how deep Neymar having to come get the ball, but that's because they weren't getting it. Usually, you'll see, um, I like Bernard, I think Bernard's a quality left back, he would have made a difference. They would have usually have a midfield of Marquinhos and Verratti. Verratti's an absolute baller, so that would have made a difference. So, they didn't really have their normal team, and we and we we're definitely able to benefit from that because, yeah, we set up deep and compact, but. It's a lot easier if the supply line to the front three doesn't exist. I think we, we probably could have got away of playing 4 2 3 1 because that midfield was so dead. So it was, um, we were very comfortable. Like, I think name, um, uh, back had a couple moments. Uh, there was like a crossing where the ball was like scrambled off the line. Outside, Neymar had a good, uh, a couple pop shots, but outside that, you're not comfortable. Um, what did happen, I clocked, was in the second half, they made a change and Di Maria went into midfield. As yeah. we, went to midfield, we were getting fists up, like they were onto yeah. us. They got the goal from uh, own goal, Marshall. Fucking hell, <sighs> you know, black gloves, fresh trim, killer. Yeah, for, for the ops. So he's <laughs> off the mark for, for the season. That's what I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's true. true. That's true. Yeah. He's off the mark. <laughs> so they were really, really dominant. And then um, Oli brought on, uh, he brought on Pogba. And who else? He, been, he brought somebody else as well. No, he just put on Pogba. Oh, yeah. Tellers, yeah, right? I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Pogba for Tellers. And he changed formation. And we don't really see Oli make tactical adjustments. He just usually is like for like. Mm. So I've got to give him his credit for that because the tactical change and obviously Pogba being able to actually, I don't know, retain the ball and pass it. 
um, kind of stems the flow, <laughs> stems the flow of the game. And then United, I thought United were a better team. Since Pogba came on for us, United were a better team. And then Rashford managed to pull it out with a great goal. Um, I-, I wanted to speak a bit about, uh, I just want to ask you about the, um, the two up top, Michael, uh, Marsha and Rashford. It was a weird game because... Rashford and Martial weren't good, but one scored their own goal, one scored the winning goal. So I just mm. want to get your comments Martial on that. Martial won a penalty as well, didn't he? Did he was Martial yes, he did. Yeah, Martial did win the penalty. He, yeah, he yeah. The, the ball went to him. He spanned, he spanned the defender, and the defender could only take him down. I don't know what defender it was. Was it Dallo? Or, yeah, 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 it was. Or, uh, yeah, it was Dallo. Um, it's funny. We were talking about it the week before on the pod about uh, them two. And could they work as a tandem? And our feeling was that oh, Rashford should probably stick on the wing and let Martial stick up top. Um, I didn't see enough. I didn't see enough. Like I think they work well together, but I didn't see enough in that game to be like, yeah, that should be a permanent sort of fixture. I think, but I can't lie, his tactics worked on the day. Like, if you get the result away from home, albeit from, as the others have alluded to, are not very strong. Uh, PSG team um, like you got someone like Tellers on the wing uh, is Martial take advantage of that if you're playing you're playing two up top oh, is my audio gone again no 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 it's gone bro alright cool um, so yeah I'm, I'm not too, I'm yet to be convinced about them two up top uh, as a duo I'm yet to be convinced can I, can, I, can, I, can I come back on that? Mm. Um, I think I don't think there's an issue down to up front because I think if you see, did they? Play, I think they both played up front against City and they absolutely slapped them senseless. I think the issue but, is in certain games they play too wide, yeah, because we don't get the width from the wing backs because they basically okay. play like left and right back. You basically yeah, play they, back. they split too far. It's like it's yeah, pointless because yeah, yeah. you've got no one in the box, no one anywhere. Exactly. And 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 Oli and Oli seems to like them to split. Obviously, they're both adepts of working in wide areas anyway, mm. but it's a bit mm. difficult. And and you don't usually see duos up top split that much. So mm. I think that's a bit of an issue. I think it's more of an issue of design when they're around each other. When they can be close to each other, whether it be them two up front, like we saw away to City last year, or one of them yeah. playing left, and one of them playing up front. Whether in previous years at LVG when it's Marshall left, Rash up top, or more recently with in reverse. They combined pretty well with one one another. And we also saw when they were playing with Greenwoods, all three of them combined well. So I think tactically, I know what Oli's trying to do is he's trying to get the width, but I think you should get your width from either your midfield or your... You don't want your forwards to provide your width because who's going to be in the box? Yeah, yeah, yeah that doesn't make no sense. Yeah, so I think unless, he's, got... unless he's playing like Pogba in a further advanced role where he can get in the box. Other than that, it's yeah. pretty much void. Yeah but, yeah, but Bruno wasn't really getting a box like that. Yeah. I think I think because a lot of our attacks were more transitional attacks, so it might be Bruno yeah. who's busting it today. Exactly. But I don't yeah. even think like from what I've seen, I don't think Bruno is that type of player that gets in the box. More he's more like edge of the box stuff. So from what I've seen, I don't really think he's he's gonna get in the box to get on the end of things, but I I think it depends I think it depends on the nature of the team because I think mm. Bruno Bruno does make some good runs into the box, but I think he takes a lot of responsibility because we yeah. are playing the Chuckle Brothers as, as a pivot. He's got he's gonna have to come get the ball because yeah, they ain't gonna, Bruno Bruno yeah, they ain't gonna be pass it forward, isn't it? They ain't gonna find him. Fred will give it to you if you give him time enough and nobody's getting in front of you. Mm. But he's not gonna whiz it around your Fred through the lines. You know McTominay. McTominay's gonna try to get the ball in the first place. So 
Yeah, yeah, it makes it a bit difficult. Like Bruno did get that goal against Brighton, which was a good. Obviously, it was a counter, and that's Even him Newcastle. arriving late in the box. Even um, mm. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. And that shows. Obviously, you go beyond the man, or the, you go beyond the forward. Like you make that run. I don't think we see enough of that from our midfield. I guess yeah, when you have two people that play the pivot. You're literally the only person you've got is Bruno. Obviously, you expect the three forwards to interchange in that, but I don't think we see enough running beyond it. was good to see it that game, uh, actually, because I don't think we see enough of that. Uh, and uh, clearly, yeah. that, was the, that was the winning goal for me. Obviously, when you make it 2-1, obviously, the two extra goals were just like uh, icing on the cake, but that was the winning goal. So it shows it makes a difference. Uh, it feels stiff, man. But, um, <laughs> it was actually interesting that when Pogba came on and we changed to a diamond, Marshall and Rashford were a lot close together because Pogba and Fred were able to get out to the wings to do their exactly. jobs and provide the whip. So that was a, that was an interesting change. But um, well, we got three points off to win a start in Champions League. And then- Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at mrsmyers.com. And we had the game on the weekend and we went back to a back four. Um, Twanzebe, Tellez, um, who Not else? Tellez. Huh? Sure, sure, isn't it? No, 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 but uh, Twanze- the, the, the Oh, who's that? Yeah, Twanze- yeah. Tellez, um, Martial, and someone else. That and someone else, I can't remember. Tellez wasn't even in the squad, bro. Yeah, yeah. so I think those were it, but um, James, Mata, and Maguire came in. And we changed yeah. the back four. Um, <laughs> it was a horrible game to watch. Yeah, it, worked, it, worked, it, worked. <laughs> it was horrible game to watch. Um, I just want to know if there's any thoughts that you could grab from that very scary game. None whatsoever. It was it was uh, it was one of the most boring games of big games that I've watched under Oli. I think at home we've lost our last four. I think that probably contributed to how Oli. I think it's our last four, right? We've uh-huh. not won since we beat Bournemouth five two. I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I think he's a bit of a coward. He's gone with he's gone with something that was safe. He played pretty safe, and so did Lampard. So it made for a horrid showing, to be honest with you. And even the lineup he put out, it wasn't again no Pogba. So I don't know whether others have a, <laughs> others want to say what what they think about that. Yeah, it was, there's not much, there's really, really not much to say about that game. It was horrible, horrible watch. Horrible. Um, at the 55th minute, um, Oli seemed to, made it seem like he wanted to win the game, brought on Pogba and Cavani. Pogba had to do some translating for Cavani, but um, in terms <laughs> of what you saw from the Uruguayan, what did you think? Yeah, fact, great, great movement. I'd, you know what? It's so weird now because watching Martial and watching him, like, there's nothing wrong with the way Martial plays, don't get me wrong, but it just shows how different a number nine we probably needed because I think his first touch, he made about two or three runs to get that, that near post run and 
who's unfortunate with it. So it's just, and then all game, I think he's making great runs. We just didn't have the midfield, or we just didn't find him. Like players were ignoring. Rush ignored him, I think. Might, who else ignored him? Might have been Fred, Tom, Tom, Fred ignored him. A few players ignored him, and he made he made great runs. He, he does look like a player that hasn't played in a while, like in terms of his touches. He didn't really hold the ball up great, but his movement is awesome, man. And if we can get Tellers on the left, I think that's a that's a good little weapon to have. Um, the good thing about that one you talked about was the fact that he made a run, didn't work out. He made he he, he went back and made the same run again, and I think. The problem with Marshall and Rashford is that they'll make a run. They won't make that second run again. And that's what being a forward's about, just continuous, continuously making that run. Um, for 15 minutes before Greenwood came on, um, I was crying tears of joy because Bruno was playing right wing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said it. You said it last week. Like, you hey, and Mariah were saying it. You and Mariah were saying it. I can't hey, lie. man. But... Um, it only happened for 15 minutes. Uh, what did you think, uh, how do you think he did out wide? I, I never want to see it again. <laughs> I never want to see it again. <laughs> he did that, that, he did was, that double agent out there. He was a double agent out there. He didn't want to play there. It was disgusting. Wan-Bissaka and Bruno on the right wing. Saka. <laughs> I never want to see that again as long as I'm alive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like the ball comes out right. Listen, if I was Chelsea, I would have even I would have had nobody on the left hand side. I would have put all out over the middle. What is the point, bro? What about Saka and Bruno? Nothing's coming from that side. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And Bruno did not want to be out there at all, bro. You can see these body language. Oh, but that guy must have, that guy has Oli on ropes because Oli won't take that guy off no matter what. And I just don't understand. I won't say that he was dying. Like, he looked like super unfit. And he's played virtually every minute and obviously didn't have much of a preseason. Just take mine off. It's not like how do we take off Matt first? He was the best player on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And you, you, Matt looked bare upset. You know, I know Matt yeah. was complaining, but he looked proper upset. He, he looked vexed. He gave it away in his facial expressions. But yeah, what annoyed me about that, although Matt has been the best player, he did accept that he'd be a bit part player. So like, you can't really be vexed. No, 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 no. <laughs> He did accept. That. He, he accepted that, that bro. <laughs> he accepted that, bro. Yeah, no, no. There's a thing with being being a bit part player. But at the end of the day, this is a competition, and we're here. We're not here for jammy participation. This is yeah. not a school football team. We're here to win. And Mata yeah. was the best player on the pitch. So how can you take me off? I'm the best player on the pitch. Are you fucking mad? Uh, and, you, and you have the Chuckle Brothers still, still, still there local. Yeah. He loves oh, them crazy. The thing that I didn't understand is that you're at home against Chelsea. Have some ambition. Like, get, even though at PSG, like, you're away from home. You're probably scared about the threat of the three up front. I get it. You're at home against Chelsea. You have some ambition, bruv. Why you got two defensive-mindedly midfielders? Like, that's what you want... play. Have one. Have one if you're sure. And then you got Pogba, you got Van Der Beek, you got Bruno, then push forward, man. That's that's what I didn't like about that formation. It's bare negative. Well, yeah. I agree with you. Well, I think it is. I think um, things to take into account. Obviously, um, Oli, speaking about Pogba's body, and COVID. Another thing is also, I generally think he's now he's like our defense. He knows the defense is awful, like it's undeniable. So it's like, boy, these men need hella protection, hella yeah. protection. And and in, and inadvertently, it's just pamming your options because all our best 
um, uh, players are all in the offensive phase of the ball. Like, if you were to list United's best six, seven players, they're all mutually evil. And the deepest line of them will be Pogba, who really is an advanced midfielder. It, all our best players is Pogba, uh, Rashford, Van de, Van de Beek, Bruno, Mata, Martial, Greenwood, Cavani. All our, all yeah. our best players are offensive-minded players. Very top-heavy. So, yeah, very, we're, we're extremely top-heavy. So I think he's trying to protect them clowns on the back. But, um, but in that game, here's the problem. When you're trying to win football games, unless the opposition is going to make errors, it's very difficult to win um, football games when you have your team midfielders who are like Bruno and Fred, who are just functional players, I mean, Tommy and Fred on a good day, and your fullbacks give you nothing. Wambasaka gives you nothing, but at least he can defend. Luke Shaw doesn't give you offence, he doesn't give you defence. He doesn't even give you vibes. Just he was shook. Bruno told him to run, he was shuffling. <laughs> in, that scenario, in, that, in that scenario, there's no space for him to run. It didn't make sense anyway. No, no, no. Um, nah. Nah. No, in that scenario, you make the underlap. That was, was so much space really nah, yeah, just, give, just give it to Shaw. Just give it to Shaw. Make nah, the he didn't trust Shaw on the ball. Hey, if I was sure, if I was sure, I'll tell Bruce to suck his man, bro. I'll tell But you know Shaw can't because he's a pussy himself. Yeah, listen. Make the option, innit? Make the option. You've got to drag someone. He wasn't doing anything standing there. He did nothing standing there. Just looking like one teddy tubby. Yeah, but you know Shaw can't cross. So what's his question about? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if that was Mata or Van der Beek or Pogba, then they would have been the short, they would have moved. You see what I'm saying? Bruno standing but there. Shaw, oh. But Shaw's not finding that second pass, though. So what's yeah, the point? Just make the run. Listen, you've got, you got to be a decoy. When you're bowling the ball up there, just, you're just a decoy. Just run. Like, I don't think you guys understand the distance and the, the lack of space and distance. It doesn't make sense for Shaw to make an overlap. Underlap, I, I, might underlap. I don't understand. Yeah. There was so much space there. Yeah, there was so I, much I, space to make that underlap. There was so much yeah, space. Yeah, underlap, to... definitely. Yeah, this underlap I, was perfect. I, I think we should have brought on um, Van der Beek and um, Greenwoods. Actually, no, we couldn't. We only did three subs in it. I even forgot. We should, well, we should have brought on Greenwood a lot earlier and for one of the one of the Chuckle brothers because um, that game was there to be won. As soon as Papa came on, because I can only think of that the time. And you know when um, Fred took a bad touch and then um, Pulisic ran and took a shot? That was the only really thing they did. But um, they had, they're having to have 60% of the ball. As soon as Popper came on, Kante and Georgina's jolly up stopped. So we're getting more. Popper's getting it popping, popping. Bruno started to appear, pop up. What needed to happen was we needed to bring in another offensive player to go along with Rashford and Cavani to give them um, something to think about. So I think we... I think if we were a bit braver, we would have taken that game, which is quite disappointing. The in-dash-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. But um, they've, been allu- they've been alluded to quite a lot. Um, and they've been called the Trackle Brothers. And that would be Fred and McTom- McTominay. And it was interesting tonight watching um, Monday Night Football. Uh, Neville com- was commenting about the fact that Oli was a bit more defensive, and he spoke about the fact that the fact that we play a back four and a back five is a bit of a sideshow to the fact that our midfield is the biggest problem that we faced in the Premier League yeah. this season. 
<laughs> you not seen that defense, bro. What? I'm just. I don't I, understand. The reason we're going with five at the back is because the defense is so bad. We can't play Pogba because the defense is so bad. Like it's, it's, it's nothing to do with the midfield. The midfield is very functional. There's pieces there you can make things. Work. You got Van der Beek, Pogba, Bruno, Matic, Fred, and McTominay. All the last two are probably the least important, but there's pieces there to make it work. But then you look at the defence, you've got Maguire, Lindelof, Shaw and Arouan Basaka. Come on, we know what the real issue is here and we know what we're trying to mask. He's being very, uh, he's a dickhead there, yeah. So. But, <laughs> but <laughs> let, me, let me continue. So, yeah, he showed, so, so he showed clips of um, obviously Palace and Brighton and he showed the Palace one, Pogba lost the ball and he showed McTominay try, trying to get back and saying that uh, United were leaving a lot of space to be counted counted onto. The Brighton one, it was, he basically said Pogba moves forward and he said, that's fine. Scholes was doing that for years with Keane. But what happens is, is that Bruno loses the ball. Neville glosses over that completely, by, by the way. Brighton counter and then he says... Pogba points to Juan Bissaka to cover the player that is free. When really, what players do, when there's a man free, they point to that player. But Neville made it seem like... Um, he, he he even said himself that Pogba wants other people to do his job for him. Which is, you know, what... I mean, whatever. And then he shows clips of Fred and McTominay versus Chelsea and how... There was a back four. There, there, there was a square between Maguire, Lindelof, McTominay and Fred and how Fred and McTominay were able to get about due to the defensive jobs. And the fact also the fullbacks were able to go out wide and press the wing backs because Fred and McTominay could cover the spaces. And then, and then he shows a graphic and he says that Fernandez plays better without Pogba. And he shows a graphic which says Bruno with Fred and McTominay Bruno without Fred and McTominay. He shows four games that Bruno has played with Fred and McTominay and Bruno has better stats than the other 15 games that he has played with other mid midfielders. And those four games were Everton, Spurs, Newcastle and Chelsea. We've drawn three of those games, by, by the way. And then the nine games in all competitions, were, he said there were big games in there. I mean, most of them, those four plus PSG, the other three were against Lask, uh, Club Bruges and <laughs> Norwich. And there's another game that I couldn't find. But I just want your opinions on the Fred and McTominay midfield because it, it seems to be a thing where people are suggesting that that might be our best midfield in terms of the team going forward. How many, how many times are we going to go through the same thing? How many times? I fucking hate Gary Neville. He's a lot. <laughs> heavy one on the pod for a sec. Nah. He is, he is everything I hate in a man. I hate it. <laughs> fucking slimy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he, like, even man out of players, he wouldn't even disturb until Roy Keane was there. Then he had a bit to disturb. Do you know what I'm saying? And he will indicate little things without any evidence. Like, that stuff is so disgusting. Okay, let's go through this again. Gary Neville will go, they do this all the time. A couple big games, these men run around, kick people, call, they get the results, they start gassing it. Then, then obviously, we know we know what it's about, the Pogba agenda. Oh, are they better off without Pogba? All right, cool. It's one thing you can nick a couple games, do you know what I mean, when 
nicking games is not the same as winning games, you know what I'm saying? Because you're relying on bare variables going your way. You're relying on your conceived possession, you're going to concede territory, you're not going to be able to create chances. You're hoping that if you create a chance, you take it and you don't make a mistake. That's a lot of variables to go through. Cool. So you know, I might have like a, a one or two all right result. And then the more and more games you play, the more and more times you have, because most of the teams you're going to face, they're not going to be as good as Chelsea or PSG. You're going to have to come out and play. And what's what happens? Nothing happens. So all last season, Gary Neville was talking about uh, the lack of creativity. They need a flair player. Duh, 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 duh. This is why Pogba's missed. He doesn't play the club. Duh, 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 duh. And then the Fernandez thing is just so funny because everything they complain about Pogba, every, every, everything is what Bruno <laughs> does, but worse. Like, you don't get the same level of technical security. You don't get the same level of creativity. You just get a man who's going to tuck away bare pens. That's what you're getting. So the, it's just, I can't believe. And then they're going to say, if you look at City's team, if you look at Liverpool's team, it's a quality gap. When you're talking about um, McTominay and Fred, you're not going to win no football games like that. And to say the midfield is the biggest issue, when last, when in the pandemic, you were gassing about, Gary Noble was completely gassing about how Pogba and Matic were badging up teams in midfield and allowing the front three to run right. And then, do you remember, do you remember the West Ham game and Southampton game and how he's talking about Solskjaer knows that he can't change these players for McTominay and Fred because the drop-off is too big and they need to get Champions League. How has that changed in five, six games? How? How has that changed? Like, how many times are we going to go through the cycle of, oh, Pogba defensively? Don't get me wrong, Pogba's defensively is Higgy. Okay, cool. But he wins you football games from creativity. Oh, defensively, you want to play these players, they fill in the gaps, da 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 da, da. It's the same thing with England. Say rubbish, they say. Come to the championship. <laughs> championships. They'll play Latvia. They'll get had up by Latvia. 1-1. Nick, Nick to go on a set piece. Come to the quarterfinals, semifinals, can't create a chance. We need to start creating, getting more creative players, players that take risks. Da, 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 da. What happens to the ones that take risks that don't fit in your mode? Pogba's a maverick. Let's have it right. He's a maverick, but unfortunately for him, he's playing CM, isn't it? You, it's very mm. difficult to manage a maverick and CM. Mm. But I think under the right structure, you can kind of get away with it. Like for France, he's comfortable playing there. Yeah, but France, France you a... it. Yeah, but France have somebody who almost knows what he's doing coaching and they have good players. You see what I'm saying? I think a lot of our issues with our midfield and with our defence is that we have very, very bad coaches. Elijah, Michael, Rodney, what top team don't press, press the ball? What top yeah. team don't press from the ball? From the front, yeah, yeah. You look at Liverpool yeah. City. That's their whole game. That's the whole bag. You press from the front. The strikers. So, if, so because the best form of um, defence in a modern game is attack. So teams yeah. like Liverpool and City, as soon as they lose the ball, they are hunting to get it back. They're not yeah, even trying packs. to allow you like, to have the game where you're popping a ball around in your... And how many times do you watch a City game or a Liverpool game and a man are just there just knocking the ball around in their half? It doesn't happen. They're chasing, they're hunting the ball down. We, mm. we sit back. We let teams come into our half. And then we're super shocked that raw man of finding spaces. This is the Premier League, bro. That's quality. If you want to give people yeah, time to stay yeah. on the ball, that's quality. So we're glaring over Oli's lack of ability to coach. Oli doesn't Oli doesn't change anything as well. Just a roundup. He doesn't change anything. So that mm-hmm. like Van der Beek should be playing. What you telling me you can't I know they've not they're probably trying to say, oh, you can't play Pogba and Fernandez together. That's probably the conclusion. I mean that's what well, that's, that, that, obviously that's the angle they're coming on, and so, I, I don't understand. Carragher said, said after Palace, he said that um, Bruno and Pogba can't can't play together. It's impossible. That's Neville said Neville said 
to 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 be fair to them, he said that he's not sure why um Solskjaer hasn't tried a four three three where he has one sitting and then Bruno and Pogba and, and he referenced Man City and he said with Bro, with with Guardiola, with Guardiola, Silva and De Bruyne weren't disciplined midfielders before he came, but 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 they were when they were there. They so, were number tens. <laughs> they came out wide. Lord, speak so, on it, bruv. Speak on, on it. Number tens playing out wide, bro. Like, they won a league like that. Come on, man. Like, no, yeah. they don't want a league. They slapped everybody senseless. Trust <laughs> me. Had says, two number tens we, playing CMs. Come off it. How can we give in this pool of talent that United yeah. have? Because United, an offensive face, they've got bare talent. And you are, you are finding ways to play McTominay and fucking Fred. That is an indication of how shit you are as a coach. Like you actually are scared of your life. Now, that game was the, coward, the, the El Cowardo between <laughs> Lampard and... <laughs> How long have you had that one? Yeah, they're both fucking cowards. It was embarrassing. Like both teams you could be got at. You have those players. It's so simple. Like if you have that level of talent, you try to bro, man was man played Daniel James, bro. Uh, I, 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 I even I, just I, skip, I, I I really skipped over that because I, I can't I can't I, I can't do this. Like, anymore. Where was where... Oh, you got music, bro. Like, why like, did how, you do? How could? What's the purpose of like? Why do they think that you probably have one offensive flair player at once? You coach, just fucking coach. Like, you have Pogba and Bruno on the pitch. Your strikers are absolutely laughing. Or well, they might want to punch at Bruno half the time, but they're <laughs> going to be laughing. You see what I'm saying? And also the run up with the Bruno thing. I'm sorry, I'm on Bruno socks. I just don't understand it. The guy is getting accolades for penalties. That's no, because really and truly it's penalties because it's not his general play because his general play is so bad. It's so bad. Like I think he's literally had one. And who did we play before Newcastle? I think Newcastle the first time I say, do you know what? Bruno, I think he had a good game, you know? That's the first time since since Brighton? Watford, personally. Mm. Oh, I, I uh, Bra- oh, okay, do you know what? I'll give him Brighton big because he scored two two goals. But yeah, he was good against Brighton. He's he's. I think obviously, don't get me wrong. When he came, obviously it was all this. Oh, there's an there's an agenda. Everyone's loving this guy off and stuff. But at times he does prove to be our talisman. I I do agree. Like there are times he's bare lack of the ball, and you're thinking, oh, come on, come on, come on. But if you well, when it comes to penalties, that's his bag. And I know we shouldn't be praising the man for penalties, but you have to stick him away. And I think. Unfortunately, the way he set up the team, everything, we look at inspiration from this guy and we hope Bruno can do something. And that's way, that's the way he set up. But obviously, I think what he should do, like I think as Gary Neville alluded to, we can take the pressure of Bruno if you play one defensive midfielder and, Bruno give, out the team. and <laughs> get two creative midfielders in the middle, Pogba, Bruno, Van de Beek, let Two, it should be two out of three of them, one holding. It should be Matt Tomine, well, not even Matt Tomine. It should be Fred and Matic fighting for that DM position. And then out of the two other positions, let it be Pogba and Van der Beek or Bruno and let them do their thing. I don't I, understand. I, that. I personally huh? think that the gap, the gap between Van der Beek and Bruno is so large. I can't stand players that Bruno give the ball away too much. For what he gives us offensively, because if you take up, I know it's hard to take up penalties because anybody else can take them, Rashford can take them, for example. Are we looking at him in the same light? Because his 11 goals and nine assists becomes three goals. And do you know what I mean? Because you're, you're taking every set piece. 
Like, mm, mm, if, your, if your creativity is coming from dead balls, I'm not really, I'm not really, I'm not really trying to hear it, to be fair. You see what I'm saying? So, mm. my, my, what about my, David Beckham, fam? No, no, no. That guy could whip, man. That guy could whip. Beckham, 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 oh, man. That guy could whip. You see what I'm saying? Like, nah, man. I, no, he's passed him more sick, to be fair. I'm just messing um, no, I want I want to get on. Oh, no, I don't know quickly as well, Elijah. <laughs> it's frustrating so much. So th- these, I hate Neville and Carrico because they're actually good analysts. But what I don't like about people with agendas is they like when they're wrong, they'll wait until there's an angle to kind of go back on because like Pogba's made them look silly bare times. So they'll just say, "Oh, if there's an angle, they'll bring it." Bro, in the three games you're talking about, you're talking about their man plugging spaces. What was happening? Newcastle one one, or was it one nil? No, one, 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 well, yeah, it's criminal that Van der Beek's on the bench. I know we're going to probably talk about it. I think it's absolutely criminal. Absolutely. I mean... The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound. So you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Mm. So I wanted to ask Rodney because um, Evra has been has been very expressive about his opinion about Van der Beek. So on Saturday, he said United didn't need, don't need Van der Beek. Um, and then he clarified his thoughts today saying that um, he said, Fred, Matic and McTominay love them or hate them in the big games. They can play deeper, they will do their job. And then you have, and, the, and, and then he said, is Van der Beek better than Pogba? No. Is Van der Beek better than Bruno? No. And he said, why did United sign this player? And he said that basically he basically was basically intimating that even though he's a good player and he's and he's upset that he's not getting games, he doesn't understand why he was signed. And that was more why he said we don't need him. He says it wasn't it wasn't basically he's just saying it was an unnecessary signing. And I I actually want to hear your thoughts about this, Rodney, just to see what you it's think. It's just so that. mad that ever watched Post lockdown, eleven players play ninety minutes for fourteen games. He watched that as well as we did. Players were playing close to six, seven hundred minutes or whatever. How can you be confused why United have signed depth? If Donny Van der Beek was getting more minutes, he would not be talking like this. Thanks. It's because he's not playing. But touching on what he's comparing um, Van der Beek, he's uh, he's. Essentially, he's probably our best midfielder in terms of what we probably need. He's certainly better than Bruno. So I, I, it's just ridiculous. It's, I think Uncle's tapped. Honestly, I think he's tapped. <laughs> Uncle's tapped. Because I, I, we need depth. I think we kind of addressed that in the summer a little bit. And it's, it's obviously annoying that Van der Beek is not playing because of what's in front of him, of what's playing in front of him. So uh, it's, just, it's just nonsense to say that after five, six games, we don't need uh, Donny van der Beek and it's going to be a long season where we're playing two, three games every week, probably up until December. 
it's just ridiculous. He'll get his chance. And yeah, we all want to see him start now. It's ridiculous why he's not starting when you're watching Bruno Pam balls into people's shins and off the pitch and whatever else he's doing. But come on, man. That, that's just a nonsensical opinion. It doesn't make sense. I, I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with Uncle Honestly, Susie. It's um, crazy. It's interesting because I think back to the Brighton League Cup game and the Newcastle game and the second goal came from both both of the second goals came from great work from Van der Beek and Mata. And yeah. it was just it's clear to see that just with Mata, he's past he's past it, but he is very technically secure and he's not an idiot with the ball. And I mm-hmm. feel like Van der Beek is very similar. And it is not a surprise that when they were both on the pitch together, they linked up straight away. And I feel like with Mata, he's a good litmus test for a good player because whenever there's a good player around him, he links up with him straight away. Marshall, yeah. Rashford, Pogba. Yeah, definitely. So in terms of if there was a way to get Van der Beek into the team without somehow dropping Pogba or Bruno, is there a, a way of doing that? I mean, I mean, I know my way of doing that, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Yeah. You can, you can. Yeah, I mean, you can. if you're if you're playing a dead things. team at home, if you're playing a team that you're not even worried about, you can just put, you can let them literally just be the free midfielders. If you're playing mm-hmm. like, uh... not of our defense. <laughs> no. if, if I'm playing, all right, all right, let me like who's dead? Like no, if no, I'm playing no, no, Fulham, no. there's, there's, there's only two teams play. you can play that against. Fulham, yeah, if I'm playing. And the easiest way is just to move Bruno to the right. Look, I know no one doesn't want to see it, but <laughs> just fuck him off to the right and ask him to put a few balls. If he gets two free balls in, it's a good day for him because <laughs> at least then we get to see Van der Beek doing normal stuff that a normal um, AM number 10, whatever you want to call it, can do. That's the, For me, that's the simplest way. Just move him out to where when he loses the ball, Aaron Wan-Bissaka's behind him. Nobody cares. No one, you care, but it's not really like, oh, we're losing a boy in midfield. Like, no, not- don't, 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 don't. The four of us have been grieving on the bench for Bruno to start doing fake. Yeah. I mean, if we're being realistic, Oli's not going to play too many different formations. Uh, he's not really that flexible tactically. So we have to think of ways that Donny's going to fit in the, the format, our default formation. Which is four two three one. So the easiest way is just to move Bruno to the right if he's not going to be dropped, which is ridiculous because there's times where he loses the ball twenty five times, which is more than three or four players put together on the pitch. So, so some games you can't really afford to do that, even versus I, smaller teams. I think I saw a stat that end of last season, just like midfield uh, midfielders in terms of like everyone who's who registers who's made I think he's made enough passes. To, mm. to count the data, he's the worst in pass accuracy or something or, or ball return. I'll find it. It's just so a joke. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. So I think it was a minimum of 10, 15 games. Uh, of all the offensive midfielders, I think Bruno had the worst pass accuracy. <laughs> yeah, it's no surprise. It's just he gets the ball and he has to do, he has to press triangle. He has to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to yeah, press yeah. triangle. It's like yeah, that's there's his, no, that's his bag he's playing yeah. with a pad, just bare triangles. Yeah, you what's bad about when you talk about this, United fans be like, oh, but he tries things. No, 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 no. We don't say he tries things for, for Kevin De Bruyne. We don't say he tries things for James Rodriguez. He does yeah. things. Like it's different. They yeah. actually execute. 
So we, we're not going to pretend that Bruno is playing a style of football that we ain't seen before. Cesc Fabregas used to like have adventurous passing, but you won't look at him at like a turnover machine. And it's because Bruno is like, if Bruno's trying to see a match through ball, he doesn't make it, I'm the only man because I want my players to do that. And that's what I like about Bruno. He's got character. But at the same time, that even simple, when I'm simple slide ball passes, you can't even execute them. Like, yeah. And I just see like Rashford get frustrated so often because like so many times he's at free. So I don't know, like we can't beat this guy because he's going to we're going to keep on getting penalties. He's going to keep on scoring. Yeah. Um, it's, a wild, <laughs> bam, it's annoying. It's the Martial is keeping this guy alive. <laughs> it's pissing me off. Yeah. Whilst he's still productive, like it's going to be hard to argue with Facts. those stats, man. Like, you can't... He's scoring penalties, yeah, but at the end of the day, the, the record books are going to see 10 goals. They're not going to see 10 penalties. So it's hard to really argue with it. Bruno's, Bruno's, launching, Bruno's is launching counter-attacks to the other team. Like, yeah, it's he's, he's, listen, he's got his flaws, but whilst you're still being productive, it's really, really mm-hmm. hard to take a man mm-hmm. out of the team. Yeah, that's, well, I, that's just my football philosophy. I I just hate um, turnover merchants. That's why yeah. I was never the biggest fan of Aaron Ramsey. That's why I absolutely hated the way Delhi Ali played football. I just don't, yeah. I don't care how many goals they score. I just because I've seen other men score the same amount of goals as you and be still technically secure. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I feel There's like random. Definitely is, unless we play a diamond, Van der Beek is, in terms of getting meaningful minutes, he's going to take an injury or somebody being seriously out of form. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, just not... crazy. it's just crazy that you, you'd rather play, obviously, Daniel James would play the same position, but you have a Daniel James on the pitch, <laughs> Matt Tominay, Fred, and you have Van der Beek that can't get. Yes, yeah, mad. Wow. Wow. I just, wow. I just want wow. him to try really... a different formation just once. Just, just be a little bit different. You can try, like, what One are you recommending? Play a different formation. What is his bondage with four two three one? I think we don't even have the pieces for it. We have literally we could play every other formation in the book of football because <laughs> we got the pieces to do that other than four two three one. What is this bondage with? It's like him carry can with the next guy. Is it McKenna? Remember yeah. McKenna? I yeah. don't know. I don't know what four two three one's got I mean, over them, but it's mad. I will always say, and I'll always go back to this interview with Carrick, where they just say. They fear play four three three because they fear someone will sit on the DM, and that just shows they don't trust them on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they want to have two, so it's harder for them to press. But if you're playing a two with Pogba, they're not going to care about the other guy because he's crap on the ball. So they'll just press. Yeah, that's so it's the, point. the point, isn't it? Yeah, it's just it's just well, it's the same well, thing, then, yeah. And some of them, and sometimes they just press um, Fred because you see you see Dini speak about that Watford game. They took the ball off yeah, Fred yeah, yeah, yeah. five, six times. Like, lunch money, lunch money every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you start with getting ten pound a day. That's what it was. Give me a lunch. Honestly, if you actually put a man on Fred, he's done out here. He's done. He's yeah. done out here. He's so bad. Like if you put a man on him, because he ain't got because he's like what f- about four foot ten, weighs about twenty kilograms. Yeah, he's short. Man. <laughs> and he needs four touches. He needs four yeah. touches. Nah, man. I mean, to be fair, to be fair to Fred, he was the best midfielder on on the pitch in Paris. Um, he actually put in. Yeah, he, it's like he, he's got them in them. He's got those performances in him, like where I think he's done it against City, he's done it against yeah. PSG last year. So he's got those big performances in him, but then it's like one performance out of thirty-eight games, almost. So, like, 
Yeah, the other day I was like in the group chat trying to defend him, and I just thought, what am I doing? You know, like, you evaluate your life. Like, oh, like, everyone was telling me, and I'm thinking, oh, man, what am I going to say? Like, I was just, it's just mad. Like, it's, it's so hard to even defend him, man. It's just so hard. It's, it's oh, like with a lot of our players. You're actually too funny. That day I was like, what's <laughs> Bro, like in the end, answer. Oh, this is not the hill I want to die. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the hill I want to fall off. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Bye. But um, anyway, before we get into the preview of Leipzig, I want a uh, small thing to touch on. We finally released our yearly accounts for the year, and we've seen that um, COVID affects us quite a bit. We projected between five hundred sixty and five hundred eighty million, and we. Our revenue was five hundred and nine, I believe. So that is an estimated drop of about seventeen million. Um, have any of you seen the accounts or just a preview, like a review of it, or anything? No, let me not lie, I haven't. Yeah. So um, essentially, um, the big loss came from the match day and the Champions yeah. League. Because apparently, uh, don't we get like, like what is it five million a game or something like that? Yeah, so it essentially it essentially worked out that um what what they've done is that any game after June the thirtieth, so there are about four home games, they're going to be put on this year's accounts basically. So they're saying they lost about I can't remember how much it was exactly, but it was a fair bit from the what, match day broadcast yeah match day so i'm just i've got an account in front of me so yeah. last year that 110 is 100 is it 110 million or for uh, the broadcasting no that's just match day revenue oh yeah 2019 and then 2020 is basically 90 and then yeah. broadcasting is where the mad drop is like 100 i think it's 100 m's crazy like yeah. 241 <laughs> And then 140 2020. So yeah, it just shows, man. Like obviously without that broadcasting revenue, it cut. I think obviously some of that obviously is not having Champions League as well, as well as the pandemic and stuff. So uh yeah, money's tight, man. Um what another interesting thing was the fact that our cash balance dropped from 308 million to 52 million. Mm. Um so oh. Essentially, that is because of uh, an increase in player purchases. Um, they've deferred commercial payments. So um, our commercial people are deferring our commercial payments until next year. And there was another big reason that I cannot remember. Ah, yeah. Uh, there's another big reason I can't remember right now as well. But um, yeah, so that's 256 million gone. And that's because, and that's why they were saying this summer, They've actually spent a lot on player player purchases on Diallo, Fernandez, Maguire, Wambasaka and stuff like that. But um yeah, it was just interesting with that fact that we've lost quite a bit of money. But the Glazers still got their 23 million dividend. <laughs> um and that and they've it's confirmed that it's one billion they've taken out of the club. That's so, crazy. How do you take a 23 million dividends out when you still owe when you've got? I know, so essentially, because we're on the uh, stock market, the, the, the stock exchange, rather than having draw drawings, you get the, 
dividends. So it's paid out to the Glazers every year. Twenty. I mean, the thing is, is that it was confirmed before COVID struck, but still, if COVID happens, you you, you can like not take out twenty three million. But yeah, man. So that's y'all's problem. Yep, basically. <laughs> Oh, so that money doesn't go back into the club at all? No, no, no. Dev, that goes straight. <laughs> no, nah, that's in their cash pocket, pockets. bro. Jeez, what? they're laughing. Yeah, when you pay. What is that? Are you saying twenty-three million every quarter, or just? No, no, every year. So essentially, okay. they have taken out hundred and twelve million in the last five years. So since we've been on the stock exchange, that's how much they've taken out. Um, and we pay what they like twenty-five, twenty-six million a year, and. Just just to make it even worse, um, oh, the owner financing over the last five years, Roman has pumped in 440 million into the club. Everton have had two, 299. Arsenal have had nothing. Man City, <laughs> have, Man City have had 142. Liverpool have had 75. Spurs have actually, the owners have actually taken out 40 million. Over the last five years, and United is ninety over the last five years, and then it will be one hundred and twelve once. Now the accounts have been confirmed, but um, yeah, Christ. So, so the difference in, in investment between our owners and Abramovich is basically three hundred million, half, half half a billion, half a billion, yeah. half a billion, yeah. and Jesus. over the course of their ownership, City have put in a billion; they've taken out a billion, so. The difference between theirs is two billion, which is two billion, which you could turn a pitch. That's why if City have their players injured in the field, they play Gundahan, Rodri, and Broden, and we play the Chuckle Brothers. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, just a small segment just to show how badly our club is run. It's a business, man. It's a business to them. Them, them brothers. They, they're no, ch- that's a jug. That's a jug. They're just cleaning. Um, they're cleaning house. You read this financial yeah. report, they're talking like we can monetize our brand, we can do <laughs> global reach, nothing about players, fam. Nasty. If I speak, they will do me like a certain rap. Nasty. Rap <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> if I speak, they'll do me like a certain rapper. But anyway. Free a lot, my friend. Oh man, um, yeah, yeah, dividend could have bought us Tiago. Ah, that is crit. That's actually facts. Facts. But hundred percent. We've got a game on Tuesday. Got the. Oh, sure, it's Tuesday. Huh? It's not Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, Wednesday, yeah. sir. Got a game on Wednesday versus the Red Bull Utes from Germany, Leipzig. Um, they're gonna. It's gonna be at home. Do, do you, any of you know much about Leipzig? Just they got that defender that everyone was talking about. Isn't it? Was... Well, up and coming. <laughs> yeah, the up and coming. Yeah. Up and coming. Oh, is, is that where is that where he plays? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the top the, of the league. Jeez. The top of the league. Four four wins, one draw. Um, very good. But I thought there was going to be like. They're potentially looking at four players out for Wednesday's clash for yep. their first games. Lima, which is uh is very good, very good defense midfielder. Amazing at winning the ball back. Um, very versatile as well. I think he's touch and go. 
for it. Um, Sabitza, their creative midfielder, he played 23 minutes on the weekend. Um, Mukaleli, I think he's he's the centre back that lines up alongside um, Okan sometimes, and then there's another person that I don't know. I think it was Lampel or something like that. He's a midfielder as well. But um, yeah, what uh, considering what you know and saw of them in the Champions League lockdown knockout stages, what do you think about them? Uh, they might give us, they might hit us with a mansion, you know. <laughs> they might hit us with a mansion. Yeah. I think energy. that would be like, that would be one of the games where we probably didn't expect to lose heavily and we probably will lose heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they might hit us with the mansion. Yeah, do you know what I'm about to say? Like, you probably, when we looked at those fixtures, we were looking at PSG, like, mm, that might be a five nillers. But then <laughs> I think maybe, I think maybe Leipzig will be the one where we probably lose like, Three, four, one, something. Are like we that. home? Are we home away? We are. So you know we we're getting pumped. Oh, I definitely get pumped now. Yeah, we're um, I'm gonna yeah. bring some balance, man. Because last week we were saying our PSG will cook us, and we won in it. Personally, like, I didn't say that. That's nah, what I'm nah, nah. So I'm gonna say <laughs> we're winning five nil, fam. We're gonna clean them. We're winning five. What? I'm. I thought you. It. Doctor, I thought you said you was bringing balance. You've got... <laughs> yeah, you, you got to say we're going to get cooked. You're, you guys are going to say we're yeah, getting cooked. Five that's not them. balance. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm tipping it up. To be honest, to be honest, I think, if I'm going to be brutally honest, I think it'll be a tight game. I think um, I think it'll be a 1-0. I think it'll be 1-0 to them. I don't think we'll win, to be honest. Like, I, I want to be proven wrong, but I, yeah, I, think, no. I think... I don't mind that like, if I say... If I say we're going to lose 4-1 and we're in 3-0, I win anyway. So that was, well, it doesn't really I'm still smiling like with the rest of them. I'm going to get a few too. You man said we're going to lose. Yeah, we won. So, I can't lie. I'm I'll legit don't think we're going to win like 60% of our games. I'm jaded, bro. I, like, I, I was even talking to my boys today um, in, in our touchdown chat. I said, I don't think um, any manager since Fergie I think within the first three months, I've called for them to be sacked. Uh, <laughs> I think it was the first game on international break. I said, I want him gone. Um, I think when you played Di Maria up front, I said, yeah, get out, get him out of here. That um, was Arsenal store, October. Yeah, yeah, I want him gone. Mourinho, I want him gone by October or November, one of the two months. You want him gone uh, by August. So like... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, by August. <laughs> I that, uh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, I remember it was a city game because we had city quite early in the year. That was September played... the 12th or something. Um... Yeah, yeah, I remember he played a bit short of um Pogba, Fellaini, and Rooney against um Fernandinho, Silva, and KDB. And I said, yeah. Do you know what? It's enough, <laughs> you've got to go. <laughs> yeah, and Oli, so I just have no faith in Man United. Um, I just see um, Lancing are a well coached team. And we struggle a lot against World Cup teams. Southampton came, hit us with the matting. Do you know what I mean? Them, team, them teams that, um, even Brighton, they should have slapped us. They hit us with them. Teams that are very well, Sevilla, we struggle against teams that, yeah, we may have the talent advantage, but they're very well coached. And especially teams that are aggressive in pressing and stuff like that. Um, mm. But if I can remember correctly, Leipzig do leave a lot of spaces in behind, if I can remember correctly. From the games I watched them against, was it Atlanta they played? No, no, no. Where Atlanta? Um, they PSG played Atletico and, and PSG. Yeah, and even Spurs watched them against Spurs. So, yeah, maybe that can give United some some hope. But 
I wouldn't be surprised if we get slapped with a, of a young, a young three one. Uh, what's interesting with Leipzig is that they're very versatile tactically. So mm-hmm. they sometimes well, play four four two. They'll hit they'll, they'll hit Oliver Hezzy and you won't know what to do, bro. Yep. So, then it's done. So it's from what I've seen of them, it's more like it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a four four two or three five two. So considering that fact, what formation do you think we should play? Should it should be four three three, but he's gonna to stick to his four two three one. He loves it. No, I think he might yeah, I think he may he may go um, try and go three five two to get Tellers in the team. Possibly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What can't um, Tellers play left back? Or are they just scared defensively that he's whack? I think because I think they're just scared that he's a bit unfit. I, I'm yeah, not sure why because he's well, wing back is um, more demanding, right? No, you get you, you get you could get covered by your left centre back. All, yeah, and so he can stay up the pitch mm. more. Yeah. Bro, he's, he's probably he's probably just as fit as Luke Shaw. Yeah. So <laughs> he's not he's not as quick though. He's not. Yeah, as quick, he, he's, but... he's not as quick. Nah, as quick. That's, that's quick. Uh, but I need a whips though. I need it, bro. Those whips are delicious. Yeah, yeah, it's nah. a thing of beauty. Yeah. You know what? That's a very interesting. Question. If we do go free at the back, who's the two that you 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 will start? Yeah. What, what in the middle or up front? Up front. Up front, I in think, the middle, just yeah, just. Yeah. I think I think I think I'll go Marshall and Rashford again, um, and in the middle, I would go. I'll go. I think I'll go. Well, depends on how fit Pogba is. If he's fit enough to play ninety minutes, I'll play Pogba and Fred. If not, I'll play Fred and Van der Beek. I would. I would even have McTominay in my under twenty three squad. <laughs> And considering Maguire's back, what should the defensive partnership be if it's three or two? It's so mad. It's just going to go straight back to Lindelof and Maguire, and it's just annoying. And firstly, I think it's a bit of racism there, but you know. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you on that one because you can't watch. It's actually the leeway he gave Bayi. And what I've seen Maguire and Lindelof do, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least with Maguire, yeah, with Maguire, he's the captain, allegedly. He's captain in the armband, he's not that captain influence. Um, and he costs 80 million. There's, there's all those factors that weigh on, on Oli, and that's Oli's boy. The Lindelof thing is mad to me. Like, why does Lindelof and um, Lindelof get a longer rope than Bayi? I don't get it. And yeah. Lindelof, is, Lindelof was. Dreadful last season, but obviously Maguire's our worst defender. But yeah, it's crazy. Um, Axel, I'm just gonna assume, and no, I think, but I do think Oli rates Axel a lot. Yeah, he does. I think Axel, Axel, see them, man, it's a fitness thing. Once mm-hmm. Axel's fit, it's peak. I know that once, even one semi slip slip up, that Swedish pose are done out here. Axel's coming in straight. Ah, but, but Zach from out of it. Lindelof has had a couple masterclasses this season, I believe. Uh, yeah, uh, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry, he's coming. Don't worry, he's coming. He's had a couple Do you think that's why he didn't sign the centre-back? Do you think he saw Axel was like, yeah, he's coming back? Because there's no logic in my mind for why they didn't sign one. So do you think it was Axel? No, there was no coin, man. 
There's no coin. Yeah, yeah. They weren't enough, they weren't enough no coin, yeah. No coin. They're going to try to get up and coming um, next next um, window, I'm guessing. I mean, next summer. So we'll see. Yeah, because we bid for um, some youth from Monaco, Badashele or something like that. He sounds Nigerian, but he's not. But um, um, yeah, we bid for him, but Monaco rejected it and they kept him. But um, yeah. Well, he, we'll he's see, like 18, we'll 19. So, 18 young guy, okay. Yeah, it was a young guy, but didn't materialize. But, um, well, we got, how many centimeters have we got now? Six, well, bare, fam. Uh, worst. I mean, Ro- I mean, uh, Jones, Jones ha- hasn't been registered because he's out until November, so um, okay. that, that's so sad. Jones, you know, he came with so much promise, you know. Jeez. I mean, he's been out since July with shin splints, so he's been out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> man don't want to play it. Man just don't want to play shin splints. You know? He had the surgery on them. It's a problem that he has. Jeez. Shin splints? Yeah. That keeps you out for that long? Man, we don't want to play, man. He's <laughs> I mean, Michael's got to and he doesn't believe it. So, I mean, that, 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 sound, that sounds scary. Steve McAnally, tell us what's really going on. For yeah. <laughs> what's happening there? It's shins, nah, that's scary. I think Who's that's the manager at Newcastle? Is it still, it's Bruce, isn't it? He needs yeah. to take Jones, man. It's just his type yeah. of player. Take him. What's wrong with, what is wrong with Brucey? Just come and take him. You know you want yeah, him. Bruce. Just take him. Brucey's the last one left out of these yeah, like, yeah. British that will still take these bands because the rest of them are foreign youths. They've got their foreign plugs. That yeah, even, yeah. Um, even Roy Hudson, Roy Hudson knows about the young wavy black dribblers, so he don't even yeah. want dribblers. They're giving him bare pieces, you know. Yeah, more dribblers. More, yeah, yeah. give him more dribblers. Like, he wants to have yeah. <laughs> We only have Moisey, Moise, and Bruce left. So we just got a flog. Where's Allardyce? Contact I mean, he's not got a job now. Oh, he's, oh, he's chilling in Spain or something oh, like that, man. You know that guy from But yeah, considering everything, your honest score. What do you think is going to be versus Leipzig? Uh, I'm gonna say two-one Leipzig. Um, I'll go two-two, two-two draw. Uh, one-nil loss. I'm gonna go. There positivity there. I'm gonna go two yeah. one year United. Yeah. 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 They're gonna, if, if we if we you win, they're gonna try and cook us. <laughs> yeah. it, on Thursday morning, they're gonna, they're gonna be tweeting the Muga account. That's what they did last week. They're gonna yeah. do everything. Well, we're lit. We're celebrating Rashford. Shut up, man. Yeah, I don't think. That, I don't think the. The man didn't understand. I will say we're gonna lose four one and not care if we if it doesn't happen and we win. Because I'm still laughing and joking at full time, like hey, hey we won. Like, it doesn't bother me because I'm still watching <laughs> I'm watching comps like rah Pog was sick, then I'll go in the group chat. Oh, he had an all right game. Like, they can say whatever they want. Because I'm going to smile because we won. Rodney so. and Seb are the most shameless. Yeah, I don't care. Do what you want. I forgot to ask for listeners' questions, but so we've got Arsenal on the weekend or Sunday. You've got yeah, a, Sunday, Sunday, yeah, Sunday. Like, four, four, Sunday that is whatever. that is that is the El Carido part two, brother. Another Bro. coward. Oh, yeah. 
Jesus, yeah, it's not no, party think, time no more, boy. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think we'll lose that game because just purely because I don't I don't see how I don't see how we're gonna Arteta's team's well organized. I don't see how we're breaking that down. I don't no. see how we get Leicester we get got through that. it, and man, obviously City are a much better team than us. But Leicester got through yeah. it. I, I think I think we'll be all right. Uh, we're away from home. Some for whatever reason nope. we seem we're, to play better away. We're at home, I, I believe. No, I think Arsenal. I think we're away, and um, for whatever reason we seem to play better away from home. No, nah, I don't see it. I, just, I can't see it, man. I see that. I see us. I see us losing that one. I just don't see how we're gonna break down that that organized team, man. No, we're at home. And that's right. Yep, we're at home. Oh, Man United at home. Oh, well, scary. Yeah, it's a definite loss then. It's a definite loss. Scary. Spurs come, and, Spurs come and slapped us 6 1. Who else is. Does Bear teams have come? Spurs actually attempts to attack. Arsenal, Arsenal have like, average like. Imagine, uh, imagine Arteta comes and says, "These idiots are dead. I'm coming to attack." <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know what? Yeah, that is the biggest right. disrespect. Yeah, That's yeah, actually yeah, the biggest yeah. disrespect because yeah. because Arteta has not attacked since January, bro. And yeah, so- yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? We got problems, but them another day, they they've been tricked, they've been had, they've been conned. <laughs> <laughs> Their man for Arteta was pet because of, of Uniqlo drip and a couple one twos in the first game. You know, he came and he came and he said he came and said, I'm coming to play expressive football. Like I'm coming to do this, I'm coming. He absolutely conned them. Do you know what it was he, like when Mourinho he, come and said, he done like, it for three games. He done it for three like, games. And, yeah, yeah, and, crazy. And then just he just went to whatever he went to. It's just insane. And then he said, nah, these youths are dead. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he was I can't playing like this. <laughs> he just said, I can't keep playing like this. They will lose me off my job. So he just said, you know what? Three at the back defending. And he's been doing it ever since. And he can't change love. When's the last time we even beat Arsenal? I don't even remember now. The last time we beat them in the league was 2018. Yeah, uh, for late last minute, last minute. Yeah, it's just they oh, get they get the better of us. Yep, yep. Yeah. Basically, last game season. Last time we beat them all together was FA Cup 2019, 3-1. Yeah, they've been they've been punching us up, fisting us up, man. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. yeah scary, as, yeah. Home as well, mm-hmm. scary. And they don't no, get any no, better. No, no. I think I think our next few games are even t- t- mad as well. We've got Everton soon, I swear. Yes, we do. Hey, hey, hey. Pablo Lewis is going to be dunking all over Maguire then. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Trust me. Maguire will be coming light... with his wrestling moves again, boy. Do my light skin brothers? Hey, that's a wrestling right, that game. We're yeah, riding that, the, that game. That's, yeah? that's, the, that's the Rodney Derby. Yeah, that's <laughs> Listen, even if Even if we lose that game, I still win. You see what I'm saying? Just pieces everywhere. I'm still winning, no matter what happens. <laughs> I win. Make, make Dominic Calvert Lewis score. Yeah, yeah, I won. I'm telling you, hey, I don't lose. It's all right. <laughs> all right. I feel like we've come. We've come to an end. Um, thank you, everyone, uh, for listening. Thank you, Isu, Michael, and Rodney. This week, we're going to introduce you to Lag Badger. I hope you all like him. <laughs> Lag Badger. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> is that a feed? Huh? Huh? No, it's an artist. It's a, it's a Nigerian artist, bro. Ah, <laughs> oh, cool. What, is, this, is, this, is this some shorter? Yeah, it is. <laughs>
Yeah, right, cool. I can fuck with that. As long as it's not 29 minutes. But how do you even make a song for 29 minutes? Do you just like do two minutes a day? Right, it's vibe. You just vibe to the beat, bro. What for 29 minutes? Like how long did an album, studio? my guy? So what's his album like? 10 hours. Okay. <laughs> like, 20, like one, 24 hours. Right? But um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Make sure to use the hashtag touchline fracker when you're talking about it. Share with your friends, WhatsApp, whatever, Instagram, do whatever. Um, yeah, we're out. Later. Peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores. Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Trying to get in again. Thank you, man. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Ready. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys? Let's go! I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds! Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba! Sports Social Podcast Network.